Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Views on View. I am Steve Edwards, your host, the host with the face for radio and the voice for being a mime, but I'm still your host. Today, I'm flying solo on the panel, and with me, I have a special guest all the way from Lagos, Nigeria, Samuel, and I'm not going to butcher your last name, Adewol. Well, I will try to butcher it. How are you doing, Samuel, first of all? I'm doing fine, Steve. I'm doing fine. Thanks for hosting me. Adewoli. What's the correct way to pronounce your last name? Adewoli. 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 Okay. Yeah, Sorry. Adewoli. I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't even close. <laughs> okay. Hey, folks. This is Charles Maxwood from Top End Devs. And lately, I've been working on actually building out Top End Devs. If you're interested, you can go to topendevs.com slash podcast, and you can actually hear a little bit more about my story, about why I'm doing what I'm doing with Top End Devs why I changed it from uh, devchat.tv to Top End Devs. But what I really want to get into is that I have decided that I'm going to build the platform that I always wished I had with devchat.tv. And I renamed it to Top End Devs because I want to give you the resources that are gonna help you to build the career that you want, right? So whether you wanna be an influencer in tech, whether you want to go and just max out your salary and then go live a lifestyle with your family, your friends, or just traveling the world or whatever, I, I wanna give you the resources that are gonna help you do that. We're gonna have career and leadership resources in there, and we're gonna be giving you content on a regular basis to help you level up and max out your career. So go check it out at topendevs.com. If you sign up before my birthday, that's December 14th. If you sign up before my birthday, you can get 50% off the lifetime of your subscription. Once again, that's topendevs.com. So we are here to talk about reusable components with you three. But before we get into that topic, Samuel, uh, why don't you introduce yourself and just tell us about who you are, why you're famous, you know, anything about you that you want to tell us. Okay. Yeah, for the famous part, I, I won't really count myself as being famous. <laughs> okay. So um, you don't think you're famous? Okay. Um, well, you will be after I this. Let's put it that way. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. It's just that. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Okay. So a software engineer, basically for most of the time right now, I work as a front end engineer. I work as a senior front end engineer in, in Jagad. Jagad is, is a, is a remote company in Italy. So for currently I'm working as part of their factory team whereby we build different projects. Oh, so your company yeah, is in Italy. Italy. Okay. So where we cool. build different projects and uh, it creates reusable components that can be applied to different projects. So you wouldn't really have to like start writing the same code all over again. So that's why I'm part of the uh, factory team. And but before before now, while I was still in school as an institution, I used to be a, a lead for Google Developer Students Club. So I led the community for for about a year. So before I later to like, you know, step down so the next person could uh, take up the post. So I've always been a community person. I, I'm a community lover. I love contributing my quota and also when I see an open source, right? Contribute to open source and stuff like that. So that's, that's basically about me. I love I love writing code and also I'm a friendly person as well. Yeah, mingling with people, you know, just to make sure you carry everybody along. Yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll also call myself like a team player as well. This guy that I'm a team player also. So work with people so to ensure that everything is well done and run smoothly. So, and uh, that's just a brief. Okay, so you're like, your company is, how do you say your company Jaga, name? Jaga. Sorry, how do you say your company name? It's yeah. Jaga, J-A-G-A-A-D. 
and uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, so, I haven't seen them before. So yeah, they're based yeah. in Italy. And was over time during my course. Yeah, that's the the benefit yeah. of open source for a lot. Sorry, I used to can speak. Sorry, I think we have a little bit of a lag here considering okay. the distance. So okay, yeah, so, okay, yeah. So over the time, do right. So what we're here to is it a lag? Yeah, there's quite a bit of lag. I'm thinking. So I'm trying to avoid stepping on you and not doing that well. <laughs> okay, so we can't, we can't speak now. Yeah. Okay. So what brought Samuel to our attention is a blog post that he recently wrote on javascript.plainenglish.io. This is a site I haven't heard of before. Anyway, and it's about using reusable components with Vue.js. In particular, here he is using some Vue 3 structures and how to do it. So we have the link in the show notes. If you want to look at, again, build, just called build reusable components with Vue.js. I guess this is part one, using a tab component as an example. So beforehand, Samuel and I were just sort of going over this and talking about it. And uh, it's really an interesting use of using the provide and inject paradigm in Vue 3 versus how, for passing props versus how we would do them in Vue 2. So I'll step back and let you talk, Samuel, and why don't you just sort of walk us through what it is that your blog post covers. Thank you very much, Steve. Okay, so what's actually brought about the article was, I think I was building a project in the Jagad websites, right? So, and you know, our designer works whereby, you know, the BGU is a, a tax whereby you just have to, you know, find a way of making sure doing things according to the design. And I realized this that I, I and I, I don't want to like import install a plugin or a package just for a tab component, right? So and even if I'm if I found to install a package, it shouldn't really match the design because the design it's it's has, it has a skewed a skewed style whereby you wouldn't really you still have to like force yourself to write some code. So then I thought to myself, right, why, why can't you just create a reusable component for this? Why can't you just build something out to make sure you match the design? So that was what actually brought about the article. So when I realized that, oh, this is a solution and which I believe that every person out there may be facing this kind of stuff. So I thought of, okay, just write something about it. So just to help someone and also to, to more like helping the community as well, you know, contributing to, contributing to the community. So now talking about the tab components, so the tab components is 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 built in such a way whereby using if you are, if you if you are, if you ever use a radio button, so you realize that when when you're on the, when you're using a radio button, when you click when you click on one of the options, right, you have to once you click the next option, you will leave the the the, the uh, what's it called the the value changes. And you realize that a new name is being specified on the, the, the next option that you click. So that was the idea. And I realized that, okay, this is much actually better than when you use a sense where we have material UI or chakra UI. I think chakra UI and material UI actually using button. But we use, using a radio button is actually much more easier than using a button. I mean, using an input, uh, input radio, a radio type button is actually much easier than using button that we have in material UI or chakra UI. So I thought to myself, okay, fine. I can just create something like this. Then the first step when creating a tab component, the two things, because I also like matches the design to, to ensure that things work as it should be. 
So first of all, we can have the tabs, right? If you are if you if you if you are familiar with use of chakra, you are master, you realize that we have something like tabs and we have we have tab as a child. So using this design concept as well. So I pick up the tab. So we have the tab and we also have tabs and we also have tab. So the first thing when creating a reusable tab component on after you've installed, because right now I'll be discussing on how you can use the view three, right? So when you install your uh, view view three app after you've done installation you create a components folder in your src file so after creating a, a components folder inside the components folder as well you can also create a tab as well. i think with this this is this actually helps to better define what components you are trying to create so we'll be needing to file that I, like i said before we need the tabs and we need the tab so with the first We'll be creating the tabs.view and the second is uh, tab view. So I'll start from the one that has the highest priority, which is the tabs. So now the tabs is appearance, right? Which it's wrapped around tab. So that's that is actually works. You know, tabs more like appearance wrapping around the tab. So the first two things we also we, we need in the tabs components is we need the group name and we need the initial tab. Don't forget, I said we'll be using, a, we are using uh, the inputs, the radio type inputs. So that's what we use. So definitely we need a group name to group our inputs. And also, we also need an initial tab. That is the initial tab that has to be first selected. Now, though, you may know if you, if we are not maybe like uh, making this initial tab required, you definitely can make sure whereby the first tab will be selected as the initial tab. But because we want the, the designer, I mean, the developer, for example, now, we want, the, we want, we want us to have an initial tab. So definitely we need a, a props, which is initial tab. You, make, you have to make it required. And also the group name, which you also have to make required as well. Then another thing that we also need is to import our hooks. So we import you import few hooks from view. The first one we import is uh we, we need to import is the watch, we import ref, we import provide, and we import define components. So I'll take I'll just explain briefly on this. So because I'll, I'm using V3. So the watch, just like the name says, you know, you are watching. So it's like you are watching a value, right? So after watching a value, then there's always a callback after you watching the value. Now the ref for the case now is just like it's more like use states in React. Yeah. So whereby you you use it in holding a value, like it takes a value, right? And also, you know, it returns the reactive of the value. And why we have the provide, the provide is also an hook whereby you use in passing a value from the parents component down to the child components. So this is actually the, the syntactic sugar, I mean, the beauty that V3 actually provides us better than V2. So which is actually why I feel, okay, V3 is actually much more cool. Now, also, we also import the defined components. So, so now defined components here is just, is just used for type interference in, so you can create the type interference inside components, especially when you're using TypeScript. So it's more like creating type interference. Interference simply means whereby if you have if you have a props, 
a props uh, example of props that we have a group name props so let's assume we say group name we assume it's string right so definitely we'll be having a type interference of string value so it's like a string of undefined right so that is what uh defined component actually does for us so now after we've, we've passed this then in our setup so setup it's is part of what actually came along with v3 so because v3 is is, is made up with a comp composition api compared to v2 where we have the optional api so the first thing we can also do is to watch because we, we have to watch our value because whenever a value changes in view i mean whenever a value change when you select a value in your tabs you need to you need to watch the value that is being selected so definitely we have the watch, which is actually, which is actually what we are actually using to watch the selected value. And from the blog post, you can see I have something like saying I initialize a select tab. Then we now have select tab now holding the value of the initial components. I mean initial tab rather. So and our watch also now watches the selected tab, and we watch for the changes. Then we emit it so as we can actually receive the value from the parents components. Now, we have the group name, we have the tab, we have the selected initial tab, rather we have the initial tab and we have the selected tab. But we actually need two things to pass to the children. The first one that we need to pass to the children is the group name. And the second one that we need to pass to the children is the selected tab. So with the help of provide, we can use this because don't forget I said provide is actually used in passing value from the parents component down to the child component. So we use provide in passing both group name and also selected tab down to the child component, which is the tab. So now I'll walk us through because that's just all we need because we don't really need much creating what's it called creating the 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 tabs components but okay let's talk about the templates what we actually need the templates do we just need is a, a small div whereby and we also need the slot the slot is just for more like a a placeholder if i mean an, an older where we can have our children right so since we'll be since we'll be wrapping our parents component around our children definitely we need the slots so our slots is actually there for us to hold the children so now let's move down to the next component, which is actually the tab, the tab component. So the tab components is also, I think I'll actually say the tab component is one of the key things we actually need here because it's one, it's actually what we're actually using in changing those values, right? So what are those key things that we need in our scripts? The first thing we need is the inject. We also need the define components and we also need our ref, which we actually have to import from view. Now, just like we have the parents components, which gives us, uh, I mean, just like we have provide, which is a, um, which is the uh, parents components. We also, to receive those value from the parents, we also need a, an hook, which is a inject. So inject helps us to receive those values that we've been passed from the parents components down to the children, for, to the child component. So we use inject to receive those values. Now, also defined component also, I've, I've talked about this, by it creates a type interference in components in, in, in components yeah and also the ref as i've also explained what the ref also does you know is used for taking values right okay so now in the tab dot view component that we've created the props that we need there are just two 
Now, the two probes that we need here, I mean, we have the, we need the, the value and we also need the label, the value and the label. Don't forget the idea for this is, I mean, the reason for this is because we are using a type radio and an increase type radio, right? So definitely when you, when you have an increase, definitely you need a value, right? The label here is just for us to give it a name. I mean, for us to give it, yeah, let me just use a name, but, but we are not really using a name. We are using a label itself. Just like giving, okay, this particular tab, this particular tab, this is the label for this tab. This is the name for this tab. Let's like, this is like tab one. This is like tab two. Yeah. So more like giving that kind of, that particular tab a name. So that's what we use the label here to do. So we, we need that as well, which will be passing up along as well. So on our, in our setup, rather, in our setup now, we receive the group name with the inject, and we also receive the selected tab with the help of our inject as well. And on our, on the templates, don't forget to talk about the script right now, right? Now on the templates, what we just need here is just like creating in our inputs, just pass those values that we have already called, right? Example of them is the selected tab, is the group name, is the value, the label, right? Now, this is where we actually need them. So in the, in the inputs right now, we pass the selected tab to the to the V model. And don't forget, I said we are using radio. So definitely our type will be what, our inputs type will be radio. And we have a name, which is the group name for when you are defining a radio, we, we need a group name. So the name, the group name which we've already called from the parents components, we pass it to the, to the child component, which is the inputs, we pass it. And also the value that we receive from the probe as well, we pass it as well. And also we also need ID as well because ID is going is what we'll be using whereby when you click a value from when you click a label, like any part of the comp in any part of the in any part of the components, right? It's going to like uh the way like it's going to automatically select and more like you you won't have to. You know, when you, when you, when you, let, let's assume on Libya right now, if you click on a Libya, it okay, automatically focus. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. It focus, yeah. It's automatically like focus on the value we've clicked. So we need the ID and on the Libya, we have, we, we're going to pass like the four, like so the four of the value. So definitely when you click any, when you, when you click an input, it automatically just focus the input. So then we'll pass our label as well inside the, the label props inside our label tag and if you can look at the article very well i just you know just put some all other tags like span and some other stuff so this is just for creating uh the css that we need in the components in the tabs components so after that so you can write your css you can style your css the way you want this and just design these things to your own taste so I designed, I actually, I intentionally actually wrote this article just to, just to fit into the, to my expectation because the reason for this is because designer may actually like please give you different kind of, different kind of uh, design, different kind of uh, tab, tab designs, right? So you can just see a better way of creating a tab component with this code sample. So then on our app view or wherever place we feel like using our components, then you can now call this they call, okay, from your, from your, what's it called? From your components, you import the tabs and also you import the tab as well. So 
while calling this, then it, okay, now it can now copy fine. After calling this, then we have the tab, right? Giving it a name. If you look at the article, I use count, right? And initial tab, I use one. So then you can give it, you know, a hand. We do not talk about the on, uh, the change. The if you look at the tabs, we need an emit. Emit is emit is is used whenever we are watching the changes from the selected value, right? So we emit the changes that is being done from the tab components. So when you watch the changes, then you now like send this forth to the parents components. So now we use the we, now we watch our changes, then we send this so to to see the current tab as well. And inside the inside the, the child, which is the tab, so I created two tabs. The first one is a uh, tab one, and the second one is a uh, tab two. I pass the value as well. So the value of one label tab one, and the value two label tab two. And if you have to look at this design variable, it's much more similar to when you are using Material UI. Material is in the sense whereby you have your tab, right? And outside the outside the components, you can have you can place whatever I mean you can put you can put your value whatever place you want to you want to use it. So and we needed the value inside our H1 elements. So we just pass the current value inside the H1 elements. So that is how that is being done, which is much more, very, very easier to uh, use compared to when you're using a button. So using it, using using a radio button, I mean using, sorry, using an input radio, it's much more easier than when you're actually using a button when creating a tab component. So that's just the benefits of, of that. So the first benefit is, I mean, the first benefit or the easiest way in creating a tab component is imagine you creating something with the radio button, which is actually very, very, I, I, I want to say, I, I want actually say like it's the easiest way, right? Which is more like the easiest way in creating a tab components. So yeah, so that's just uh, that about the, about the blog post. And also under the blog post as well, I also, you know, give a link, I show the link to where I wrote the past two of the article, which is the accordion components. So, but then, the uh today's uh topic is based on uh tab components so that's just that's just all okay so that was quite a bit so yeah i i didn't want to interject with questions just because of our lag and i didn't want to step on you so let me go back over a couple things one of the tools that you mentioned using is defined component so i have not been much of a typescript person but then just pulling up and doing some reading, as I understand it, that's basically a method for using yeah. TypeScript inside of your components for yeah. uh, what? Defining your yeah. interfaces yeah. or defining your mm -hmm. yeah. definitions, for lack of a better term. Uh, give me a little more definition of what that does. Okay, so the, the, the help of defined components, especially when using TypeScript, is when you have, let's assume, for example, now you pass the props, right? So you name the props string, right? The type is string, and you need to use the, the props in setup. So the help of define, I mean, help define components will actually help us to it creates that inter, I mean, it creates that it it, it creates it creates a type of appearance inside it, inside the setup in the sense whereby you can just automatically is just automatically just like if you are creating a type whereby you say define this type of a props 
it's a string. You know, instead of you now like trying to like, okay, what kind of proxy is this? But because we have defined component already, if once okay, if you are using VS Code, for example, now if you click on let's assume you, you, you after you call the value, right? If you, let's assume you call the the props, let's say inside the setup we have an RCP, let's say props dot group name. So when you click or when you over on the group name, it will automatically just show you the the type of that of that uh props that you've called that is it's a string. So if it is string, that is a string or undefined. Undefined simply means that nothing is being passed to it, right? So that's just what defined component actually helps us with. So it helps to create a type of interference in components. Hi, this is Charles Maxwood from Top End Devs. And lately I've been coaching some people on starting some podcasts and in some cases, just taking their career to the next level. You know, whether you're beginner going to intermediate, intermediate going to advanced, whether you're trying to get noticed in the community or go freelance, I've been helping these folks figure out how to get in front of people, how to build relationships and how to build their careers and max out and, and just go to the next level. So if you're interested in talking to me and having me help you go to the next level, go to topendevs.com slash coaching. I will give you a one hour free session where we can figure out what you're trying to do, where you're trying to go and figure out what the next steps are. And then from there, we can figure out how to get you to the place you want to go. So once again, that's topendevs.com slash coaching. So basically, so yeah, so basically what it is, is it's a wrapper that you wrap around all of your component definition that allows you to use TypeScript. That's that's how it's handled mm-hmm. now. So, yeah, yeah. okay. So now we talked about provided and inject, right? Mm-hmm. So in your case, you have a tab tabs, parent component, yeah. and then individual yes. implementations of the tab child component, yeah. right? And so yes. provide is what it, it provide is what you do in the parent to pass a value mm-hmm. down to your child. And then in the child, you're yeah. going to use inject to get that property. Is, yes. is that correct? Very correct. Very correct. Okay. Now, is that one way to do props within view three, or is that like the prescribed or only oh, way? Okay. Yeah. So with with view three, right? So it's it's like the best way, not the, not the one way. I won't say one way. I'll say the best way to pass thing a value from the parents component down to the child component. Like this is the best way, not the only way. It's like the best way. It's the best way. Why is it the best way? Okay. So coming from because I also write React as well. So coming from in a state management, for example, right now, state management, whereby you need to pass in value, right? So you're saying, let's assume you have a wrapper, and from the parents' components, instead of you now, like you have like creating a state, a state, using a state management to be calling a value, whereby you have to receive that value from the child. I mean, using, using state management to just like, okay, let me, for example, let's assume you are using VX, for example, now. And you want to pass that value from the parents to child. So you have to use a state management whereby then you have to like find call this value whereby a state management is now like, oh, look at where this value can also be used in the child component as well. But with the help of the provide, you don't really need any state management. You can just call the value from anywhere in the I mean you can just call the value on the parents and you can use the value anywhere down to the last child in the in the wrapper that is even though you have 
you have like three different wrappers in in your components. Let's assume, for example, now we have we have tab inside. We are we now have tab inside. In, I mean, we have tabs, right? Inside tabs, we now have tab. Now inside tab, inside tab again, we now have another component. Now, if we need a value from the parent components in the the last side, with the help of provide, it's very very easy to get compared to when you are passing props, right? So that's just like the best way. That's like the best way. Okay, so if I'm understanding correctly, let's say you have a hierarchy of mm-hmm. four components, for instance. You know, you yeah. got the parent, child one, child two, child three, right? Three. And yeah. so, yeah. okay, so what you're saying is if I uh, provide, excuse me, if I provide a value in the top level parent, Using inject, I can access it in that last child without last having child, to pass yeah. it from one to two to three yes. to four yes. or yes. using Vuex or Pinya or state management to mm-hmm. get things that way. Yes. Is, is that correct? Yes. Very okay. Correct. Very correct. Yes, I can see that being a huge, <laughs> I can see that being a very <laughs> huge benefit yeah. having had to deal with those Benefits. before. Interesting. Okay. I think, you know, overall, the the functionality or the, the paradigm of using reusable components, I mean, that's a core part of any of these. So reusable components isn't really anything new. I think what this blog post does is with a pretty simple example, show how to do it in Vue 3 using some different tools that were available in Vue 2, for sure. So I, it's hard to <laughs> to explain code in an audio format like this. So uh, again, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one example. Just look at the uh, at the blog post, <laughs> and uh, it will it will make more sense from a visual standpoint once you read it. So, one other interesting, and this is more of a I guess you call it a pick or something cool, is uh, Samuel has a site that he created called Movie, although it is spelled differently, M O U V I, um, and it looks like it's a way to make or recommendations on movies uh, to other people. So really beautiful UI. Uh, if you look at it, it's a, I think it looks like you still have it sort of a staging environment, like movie.netlify.app is where it's at now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. See. So so why did you uh, just tell us about movie and exactly what it does and, and how you used to view three for it? Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, thank you very much. Okay. I'm a person who actually loves watching movies, like a movie lover. Like my Netflix account, I'm one of like I'm like subscribing to maybe like the one of the highest uh what's it called the accounts. I think I'm using I can't even know how Netflix actually works, but I, I like I'm actually like one of the I'm subscribing to one of the top top subscription stores on Netflix. So then I realized that because I'm someone who actually loves watching movie, right? And sometimes I find it hard to 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 know the the new release movies or to know the the, the movie that is yet to be released, and also just find good ratings in movie. So I thought to myself, oh, why can't I just like find a way of creating something like this? This is like just creating a side project from this from this do. Then I started making research. So the initial, the 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 because I, I was making some plan, you know, I was using GitHub Action, you know, writing. Okay, this is what I need for the back end. This is what I need for the front end. I was planning to use Django for the back end, while I use V3 for the front end. So, and why also 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 
making some research on the beta uh, APIs that I can also use, movie API that I can also plug into my project. So the first attempt I, I thought of was using the Rapid API. But with Rapid API, it was actually very difficult because I think they only provide, I was also, there was like there's a limited number of uh, lists that can be sent, I think per day, maybe, I think it was, it was actually limited, right? So while running my research, right, so I found CMDB API. So with CMDB API, it's actually very, very cool, whereby it gives you almost everything that you need, almost everything. So after looking at this, I read documentation, I saw all I need. Now the next thing is design. So I started like, okay, how do you want the movies to look like? Okay, the first thing is looking at the theater. If you look at the, the landing page, you see a place that looks like a theater whereby it sits. Okay, so looking for images, I saw some images in design. So you know, just, I drew, drew some plans and how some of those layouts should look like as well. So I did those designs and the, uh, the home page, as, uh, the landing page, rather, which is the home page. And also, okay, what are, the, what are the other sections that will be needed? And with the help of the uh, CMDB API, because it already has it already has almost all the all the features that I actually need. So I was able to utilize the API very very well. I was able to utilize very very well. So now, after designing all this, the UI, the the loading, and everything like that, and I realized and I realized that oh, there are actually still some things that I really wanted to do. One of them is using the, the sign up because I wanted users to, be able to sign up and also to be receiving emails when you receive emails on the on the new release movies and also maybe you saved your you saved a live movie right now and you want to know when the movie is out by an anime can be sent to you and also creating your own list as well but cmdb api is not actually like giving me the opportunity to do this because and i don't want to be writing some scripting you know writing some code or scripting or stuff like that which I, I don't really want to like spend my time doing. So I just have to like, let's go of the back end part of the project. So the front end part, which actually, I, I, and I realized that, oh, I think with this as well, it's still almost like, it's still actually cool, right? Whereby you can see the, 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 the popular movies, the top viewed movies and the, the most rated movies and stuff like that. So I also know it's because since I'm someone who actually loves watch movies, so I I know these are some these are some things which actually need. One of them is how you can you know doing some selections, the doing you know range selection and the mini selection, and uh, some other uh, what's it called the the category for example right now. So I realized this is actually what I actually need. So I use all this increasing movie and also that's just uh, the beauty part of it and. With V3 as well, because V3 actually like I think that was I think V3 came out in 2020, yeah. So I did it in 2021. So then I realized oh, I have this knowledge of V3, which actually came out. Let me just use this in like design this project. So I used V3, I used Tailwind CSS, like Tailwind CSS, and uh, I used CMDB API. So that's just the major the major thing which I actually used in the in creating the project. So yeah. And also, I will state it on Netlify. Yeah. So, what was the API used? Did you say CMDB or IMDB? I'm I'm thinking IMDB. Is C- it? CMDB. CMDB. 
Oh, okay. I'm not familiar with CMDB API. Yeah. Yeah. If you check the project on the footer, you see where I I also you know reference them. CMDB API. Oh, okay. CMDB yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Well, we will definitely put a yeah. a link to this in the uh, show notes so you can see it. It's really uh, coming from a design challenged developer like myself. I think it looks really awesome. Hey, folks, if you love this podcast and would like to support the show, or if you wish you could listen without the sponsorship messages, then you're in luck. We're setting up new premium podcast feeds where you can get all of the episodes released after Christmas 2020 without the ads. Signing up will help us pay for editing and production, and you can go sign up at devchat.tv slash premium. All right. So with that, we will move into picks. Yeah. Picks are things that is of interest to us. You know, it could be non-technical, it could be technical or anything in between. So as the guest, we'll let you go first. So do you have a pick for us? Talking about pick. Uh-huh. Because I said I love watching movies. Right. right. So let me just say, the, yeah. So currently I'm watching uh, Lupin. If I'm pronouncing it well, Lupin or Lupine. L-U-P-I-N. Yeah, so Lupin. So currently I'm watching Lupin. So it's a season movie on Netflix. So it's talking about a a guy who is more like smart, but then I won't say he's corny, but I'll say smart because he's more like remembering some of those things his father taught him and some things he learned from in a book. So he was using that to avenge what happened to his father. So I'm currently watching Lupin right now. Lupin, yeah. So and also that's just one part of what I'm doing. And uh, look at that thing. Yeah, okay, sometimes, not all the time, though, because literally because of, you know, work and stuff. So I, I'm not really really having much time again. But I do read books as well. Yeah, I do read books as well. So Lupin, L-U-P-I-N, yeah, it's a show on Netflix. I have, yeah. not, I have not heard of this. Yeah, Lupin. Hadn't heard of this particular... Oh, okay. uh, it's actually a great movie. It's a great movie. It's a, well, it's, an epi- it's a show. It looks like it has five episodes, if I'm reading this correctly. Yeah. There's, yeah. Oh, there's two. Okay, so part two, three. They, two seasons, yeah. Yeah, so there's been two yeah. seasons, uh, and they're working on part yeah. three. Cool. And it's very short. Yeah. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'll definitely have to. Uh, we'll put that in the link in the show notes, but we'll definitely have to check that out. Okay, so for my picks today, I'm going to uh, do my usual dad jokes. I know these are for many listeners. These are the uh, high points of the uh, of the show, but uh, so you know, with inflation, I I think it's worldwide, at least in terms of gas prices. Um, you know, gas prices have gone way up. At least where I'm at, at least two bucks, if not more. But the other day, fortunately, I was able to get gas for a buck fifty-seven a gallon, which is really cheap. Uh, the only problem is it was at Taco Bell, so. Thank you. Thank you very much. And then yesterday or earlier this week, I was I was driving down the road here outside my house and we have some people that have animals, you know, around on the property, sort of large property. And I saw a couple cows staring at me and I was trying to figure out what it was. And I realized later it was a stakeout. <laughs> and then as a uh, side job, uh, I like sometimes I'll sell some things on eBay. And I got this really, really bitter complaint from this guy who was mad because uh, a polo mallet that I had sold him 
was way too short. And I told him he just needed to get off his high horse. Thank you. Thank you. So, alrighty, with that, we will wrap up this episode of Views on View. Thank you very much, Samuel, for joining us and talking about View 3. Oh, and before I forget, before I forget, we got to talk about where to get hold of of Solomon. So it looks like Twitter, you're Samador9, S-A-M-A-D-O-R-9. Yeah. And use the same name on Medium and LinkedIn. Yeah, on LinkedIn. Yeah. Oh, my. And then GitHub, you're... And then GitHub, your first name, first initial, last A-C- name, S. Adia Wally. Yeah. yeah. Adi Wally. Yeah, Adi Wally. <laughs> Sorry. Adi Wally. Dang it. Yes, Adi Wally. I almost had it. Yes, Adi Wally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. All right. Again, well, thank you for coming, Samuel. And we will talk to you next time on Views on thank View. Thank you very much. Bandwidth for this segment is provided by Cashfly, the world's fastest CDN. Deliver your content fast with Cashfly. Visit C-A-C-H-E-F-L-Y dot com to learn more.